Blog Talk Radio. So everyone, welcome to Winchester Radio tonight. Um, we are delighted to have a special guest tonight, so uh, we will not take call-ins just now. Um, if we uh, stay around a little bit later and discuss things, we will open the phone lines up. But right now, I'd like to say welcome to our guest, Gabriel Tigerman, who played, of course, Andy Gallagher uh, in a couple episodes of Supernatural, Simon Said, and All Hell Breaks Loose, Part 1. Uh, welcome, Gabe. We're so delighted that you could join us this evening. Thank you very much. Well, I'm delighted to be here. Hey, everybody. Yeah. Um, have you done a podcast before? Um, you know what? I have, I have very little podcast experience, um, but uh, my wife uh, does a, uh, like a, a fun uh, cooking podcast, and I was a, I was a special guest uh, on that, uh, but... Uh, that was like you know in person in a little little studio as opposed to right now where I'm in my Volvo with a Scottish Terrier sitting next to me uh, parked on a side street. <laughs> you're you're continuing the tradition because we have had several several people who are like yeah I'm just chilling with my dog. Okay. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of dog guests on Winchester. Yeah. Radio. Okay. Well. And uh, quite a few been... in a car. Yeah, and they sure, podcast sure, on their there. car in a parking place. <laughs> so, so. It's, well, it's a convenient thing about podcasts. Now, but I guess my question is, is, has there ever been a Scottish Terrier specifically as a guest? Not, no, this is, that's a first. Okay, now, my, Lily, you're very special. You're very special, Lily. <laughs> is her name Lily? She, she is, is does not Lily? care. It's Lily, yes. Sitting here with my Chihuahua in my lap, whose name is Lily, and she has she has been on the podcast several times because she will sometimes bark right in the middle. Of it, so. <laughs> uh, I hope she does bark. I don't want to see my Lily's reaction uh, to other dogs barking. <laughs> the dog is very very sweet ninety eight percent of the time, and then two percent of the time she's a real jerk. I got to tell you. So I'll see what we'll see what happens. Sounds like my Lily. <laughs> uh, I have a question, by the way. Get... And I, oh, I'm sorry, I, I'm going to jump in uh, just because I have a, a Chihuahua-related question. Um, did I feel like there weren't any Chihuahuas around uh, when I was growing up and until the Taco Bell commercial happened, and then all of a sudden there's been an explosion of Chihuahuas. <laughs> Do you have this similar experience, or is that just me? Uh, I have, yeah. Growing up, it seems like the only chihuahuas you would ever see were the big old fat ugly ones, you know. <laughs> and, <laughs> and since the Taco Bell dog, yeah, the little cute ones are everywhere. Yep, yep. No, I'm going to take, take it in a weird direction. I live on the border of the United States and Mexico. I live in El Paso, Texas. Okay. So we've always had chihuahuas around. That's actually oh, right. on top of that. The, the name of our city league baseball team is the Chihuahuas. We're super proud. Um, <laughs> but, the so least long, intimidating, least intimidating very team cute. name ever. Yeah. So for <laughs> the longest time, until the Taco Bell dog came around, 
I thought they only existed where I lived. Oh, I, didn't really? other, I didn't know other places had chihuahuas. I thought it was just like a Texas-Mexico thing. So there you go. <laughs> was your mind uh, blown when you found out that there was a place called Chihuahua? Well, no, there is. And that's why I thought they were only it's not that far from where I live. Chihuahua, Mexico right. is not that far from where I live. So I thought they right. all came from there, and they all stayed in the area, yeah. and that's how. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I assume that's still correct. I say hold to that. I, I will stick with it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this is oh, this is Chihuahua Radio. This is good. This is good. There we go. <laughs> Did you know they were originally bred as fighting dogs in Mexico? No. Yeah. <laughs> did, they, did they go? Did it go wrong? Is it like an experiment? Yeah. They're, 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 they're pretty feisty. They're very bit by a chihuahua. That's my claim to chihuahua. Uh, don't. I got bit by a chihuahua <laughs> twice. And that's why we. Cho- that's why the city chose it as our baseball team name. Like the city took a vote. That's what won. Because they're ferocious tigers. <laughs> wow. Do you have a scar? Do you have a scar from the chihuahua bite? I do. Yes. Really? Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, and it it wow. um I put, yeah. Was it your yeah, friend's it, chihuahua? No like <laughs> Was it a rogue Sorry. chihuahua just like roaming the street fighting kid? No, she was actually my uh coworker's chihuahua that she'd had to bring to her because she was um I think taking her to like a vet appointment later in the day and she brought her in the office For and tied her leash to the chair and and then ran to get the her crate so she could spend the day. And I was walking by, and she went right to the end of her leash to bite me. I mean, oh. he, I mean, I was just like a quarter inch too close, <laughs> and she oh. came out and bit me through my jeans. Yeah, in my legs. So I'd be oh. worse if I hadn't oh. been wearing jeans. Yeah, cut through Terrible. fabric into into your flesh. Wow. Yes, twice. Can I ask can I ask one last question about chihuahuas? Or or we can just keep going for a little while. Do do you have like a, a chihuahua's uh uh team? Is it like a uh a baseball team or which what sport? It's a, yeah, it's our city it's our city league baseball team. The city league baseball yeah. team. So you have chihuahua jerseys and, and, and whatnot? Do you have one oh, yourself? We, oh, I don't have one though. Uh, uh. <laughs> people do. It's it's a big thing, like when the chihuahuas play, it's a big thing and it's, it's a bit, I'm just not a baseball person in general. I'm more of a football, basketball person. But okay. it's a big deal. It's a big deal. <laughs> People are very excited. <laughs> good. I'm very pleased. I'm very happy with this. This is good information for me to have, to make me happy. <laughs> wow. Our okay. first extensive uh, dog chihuahua <laughs> conversation. <yeah. laughs> this is very interesting. Yeah. I think... Yeah, and if I keep going quiet, it's because I'm, I'm muting you guys because I'm currently feeding my dog. So there we go. Oh, okay, that's that's fair. That's fair. Well, I think we've, we're learning a lot uh, already. I feel I feel good about that. I also feel good that you guys are open to tangents because tangents, I think, are are one of my favorite things in the world. Oh, we go off on quite a few sometimes. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Structure is not really our thing. Okay. That's good. That's just play loose, fast and loose. Yeah. Well, luckily, Supernatural has lots of different subjects and and people, so it's a, you know, it's only a tangent briefly. It comes around again eventually. Becky, you sound like you've got questions, so let's 
I do. Go, go Becky do. for bringing us back. Bring it, bring it Becky. Uh, what do you got? Uh, first question is I wanted to ask you how your wife is doing. Oh, they, oh thank you. Thanks for asking. My wife's doing uh, wonderfully. She, she's uh, uh, really, she's come a, a really, really long way. And uh, I would actually love to actually just take this opportunity to, to really thank everybody in the Supernatural community, just all the fans and all uh, the cast members and everyone who's reached out uh, over the last year uh, during this uh, rough uh, stretch. It, it, you can't know how much it meant to us uh, in, in, in so many ways. So thank you. Everybody who's listening, who, who who reached out, and uh, and uh, I really, in a in a time when when you can feel very very alone and scared, it it it, it really means something to feel like you're a part of something and that people uh, are out there and they're they care and it, it means a lot. So uh, thank you, thank you for asking, thank thank you for everyone who's listening. I'm really really glad to hear she's doing good. Uh, Really good to know. We, there was a lot of prayers going your all's way. Well, I, mm-hmm. I, I can't, again, I can't tell you how much it is. It means so much. It truly, mm-hmm. truly does. I, I don't think, you know, I I, 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 don't, I don't know what I believe in, but I, I, I do believe that, the, the, that the, all the prayers really meant something and really uh, helped. I, I, I truly do. Yeah. Now, now that we have that good news, I'm going to ask you yeah. a supernatural question. Yeah, all right, yeah. Come on, let's, can, let's you tell us how you got, can you tell us how you got the role of Andy? Sure, sure, yeah. Um, I uh, just kind of, it's a kind of pretty normal process. Just, you know, got a call from my agent that you had an audition. Um, I actually went out for Supernatural twice uh, before I got the part of Andy on the second time. The first time I auditioned, was for a different role uh, for a guy who uh, I think reanimates his, I don't know if it's his girlfriend or, or a girl that he likes, uh, who then ends up popping up in the back seat and snapping his neck. It's a whole, like, pet cemetery type type deal. Yes. Yeah, so that was that was almost me. I got a call back for that part, but I didn't get it. And I was very annoyed because I thought I thought I really I thought I really got that part. Uh, a week or two later, they brought me back in for Andy, uh, and I I I couldn't be happier to have played that part. It's really one of my favorite parts I've ever gotten to play. It's such a such a really fun character. I did not think that I was going to get the part of Andy. I thought the first one when I went in on it, I was like I was like, all right, I got this guy. This guy's me. They went on it went in on Andy, and I, I just, uh, I'm really not much of a pothead, and I really looked around, and I, I thought everyone in the, in the waiting room looked like they were high at the moment. Just, <laughs> I was like, oh, these guys are all completely high, and, like, that's such a part of the character. Like, there's, I am, I'm doomed, uh, but, but I, I think the, everything else that I connected with about Andy uh, worked in my favor. <laughs> well, Andy is what much better a character than the one from Children Shouldn't Play with Dead Things. I think that's probably the character you are trying out yeah, for. Yeah, that's, 
that sounds about right. There are very few characters as 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 fun to play as a guy who can control people with his mind, who lives in a van, who's got a giant bong and a and a, a velvet tiger poster and a barbarian queen. And like, I never would have been to drive the Apollo. Uh, all, all every the world that Andy opened up is so much more than that than that other character, which I never did see. I never saw that one. <laughs> Did you want to take any souvenirs from, like, the van or your yeah. robe? Because oh, yeah. that robe was amazing. <laughs> and the van. The robe, the robe was super awesome. Like, if going back, if I, if I had to do it over again, I would have snagged the robe and I would have, uh, I would have snagged the uh, Velvet Tiger poster. It's real. That was pretty sweet. Um, and I wonder what happened to the van. Like, where's that van? Like what? Is there just like is there is that is it in a garage somewhere? Is somebody does somebody drive that van with that barbarian queen <laughs> riding a polar bear like just around town? And how awesome is that guy or gal? <laughs> I'm really, I think we're all a little jealous. <laughs> of I whoever think so. That is. Yeah. Uh, uh. Yeah, I really hope if if that car is in circulation out there and it's not been painted over, which would be a true tragedy. Uh, I really hope that just, he just drives it around and every now and then a supernatural fan sees it and freaks out just a little bit. <laughs> and you got to have cool. um, Stonehenge playing, you know, while they're doing. Oh yeah, yeah, I think constantly. <laughs> I think you have to have that on the radio at all times if you're driving that van. Uh, yeah, that's simply the theme song that's that playing. <laughs> you know, I, when I was watching the episode today, I was thinking you should totally dress up like Andy for one of the karaoke parties at a convention. Oh, that's a good idea. That's I. I say, what do you need? You need. I mean, I guess there's a couple of different outfits, but definitely the the, the green silk kimono, which yes. was pretty, pretty <laughs> sweet. Um, a nice little touch that I thought was the ear cuffs uh, mm-hmm. that Andy has. I don't know if you noticed those. A fan pointed mm-hmm. out to me that they I switched that I accidentally switched uh, from episode one to two, uh, where Andy wears his ear cuffs. But I guess I mean they're ear cuffs; they can move. Um, uh, he's got that little necklace. It's uh, <laughs> pretty good. Hoodies. Um, forget. What else he wears, but yeah, I think that's a good idea. And then just don't shave for for a week or so. Yeah, yeah, perfect, perfect. Yeah, I haven't done a karaoke uh, in a while. The last convention I was at was uh, in England, and they didn't do they didn't do the karaoke. I missed a whisk, dick, and match karaoke jam. Those are always one of the best parts of the conventions: the karaoke party. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's grown. It's grown into such a thing. I remember when it used to be. It used to be. It was like it was so much smaller, and then it was always kind of like a little bit awkward. Like who's going to do it? And then once they took over, they, it runs like a big, awesome party. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I remember the first FanCon convention. The karaoke party was just in like this little tiny room up in the hotel, and it was like. 50 million people trying to get in this little bitty room, and, yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. But 
now, <laughs> now it's a big party. So look at it now. It is become <laughs> the best parts of the convention. Yeah, yeah, yep, it's yep. indispensable. Unfortunately, though, that what I never really counted on by taking part in them is the atrocity that is uh, YouTube videos of me singing. Uh, <laughs> it's really I, my. It's uh, oddly enough, my wife's uh, hand therapist uh, came up to me the other day because uh, he decided to Google me, and uh, which always sounds dirty. Uh, he decided to Google me, and one of the first things that popped up was, was me singing uh, Proud Mary. And he just looked at me, and he just shook his head. He's like, you are awful. Just really, really awful. And he was like, like tell, tell me what you really think. Uh, and, but he's not wrong. He's not, it's not my strong suit. Uh, I think the key to a good the key to good karaoke is to either be really bad or really good. Mm-hmm. If you're deep, well, deep there's no I've, fun. I've, I've, I've accomplished mm-hmm. uh, one of those. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, my, my dad is actually an incredible singer. He's a, he's a singer-songwriter. Um, he was even, his, uh, I, I thought the, the pinnacle was he was a musical guest uh, in the late 70s. Uh, he's a musical guest on Saturday Night Live. Uh, oh, wow. The, apple, the wow. apple fell very, very far from the tree. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have both my, I, I'm completely tone deaf, uh, and and I, I'm like Steve Martin in a jerk. I have I have I owe rhythm. I have none. I have it's all, it's, it's humiliating. Mm. Well. <laughs> I always give it up to people who at least make an effort at karaoke because I'm I'm not even going to do that. I will not even go. You're not going to make a fool of yourself. Just enjoy everyone else doing it. I'm fully aware of all my musical shortcomings, and nobody needs to see that. Nobody needs to that. Nobody needs to hear me either. It's horrible. (laughs) So (laughs) no. I always think it's hilarious when you don't know who's good and who's not. And, uh, like, I, I had just met Rob Benedict, and I didn't know that he was uh, awesome <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> at singing. And he, he seemed so reluctant to go at one point. I'm like, hey, come on, just do it. And then he just busts out. I'm like, what are you doing? You, what has that been? He's, oh, gosh, it's not fair. It's not fair. I used to, I remember I did, I used to do a sketch comedy show. We would do it at the, uh, at the Comedy Central stage uh, in Los Angeles. And my buddy, who, uh, uh, named Spencer Berger, uh, he is a talented singer and songwriter as, as well as comedian. And he wrote this one sketch where we discovered much uh, to our uh, sadness that we our characters are actually fictional characters in a musical, and I I had to sing in it, um, and he he regretted it in, uh, instantly when he realized that I didn't even I couldn't even tell the difference between going like up on a scale and just getting louder because uh, that's what <laughs> I would do. 
and uh, and it's not it's not good. Anyway, we can move on. <laughs> you mentioned um, that being you know getting the role of Andy, you're a uh, you know all the cool things you got to do. One of them was driving the Impala. You've got to tell yeah. us about that because you were the first non-Winchester to drive the Impala on screen. So you've got to tell us about that. Uh, you know what's so funny? Uh, I did. Yes, I did drive the Impala. I had not seen, or I'd seen, well, as soon as I booked the show, I, I made sure to watch the next episode uh, that was on before I went up to Vancouver. Um, but they re- didn't really address the Impala. I saw that there was an Impala, and it was gorgeous. But I, I didn't realize what a huge part of the show it was and what a, what a big deal that was until I was on set and until I saw until so I was trying to figure out why everyone looked so scared as they were giving me the keys. And they were, they were, they were really nervous and really terrified. And I, didn't, I did not know why. And it wasn't until I started to watch the show after, after my episode, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. They just let me do that? Really be careful. 
at who you mouth off to. It's really, yeah. You do get to do certain things uh, that you just you wouldn't get to do in real life. You mean you can't actually have a a, a police car chase? Does that just, you can't just do that? You can. It's weird. It's weird. They get mad. They get mad when you do that. <laughs> They go, you're an officer. You, you don't seem to understand. Uh, I'm an actor, so it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm on this show sometimes, and this is method. It's okay. It's all okay. <laughs> this is all research. This is research for a role. Ow, why are you putting cuffs on me? This is good research, too. This is good. This is good. Yeah, and I, I back to the Impala Andy was yeah. on the phone while driving the Impala, which must have been twice as nerve-wracking for everybody <laughs> watching because you're not even got both hands on the wheel. No. Oh, man. I was real casual about it. Yeah. And it also <laughs> dates it. It dates the show because it's uh, super, uh, super against the law. Uh, is, that, is that everywhere that there's a no talking on the cell phone? Or is that just I some? I think it's nationwide now. Yeah, it really um, takes really my episode. Not here, not in Florida. It's, you, it's uh, texting is, I think you get a warning, but um, or you, but you can talk on the phone. Talk, but not really talk. You can? Hands-free. Well, oh. like, with the hands-free, I mean, it's not like everything is banned at all, completely. No, right? but I mean, like, you can talk on the phone while holding it, or can you be hands-free? Like, here in Texas, you can be hands-free, but you cannot have your hand up to your ear. Oh, that's a big thing. Right. That's that's oh yeah, and you can't text and drive either. But yeah, do, do people okay. follow? Do people follow that lot? Because I, like I'm looking around right now in the car, and I see two people <laughs> just drive, drive, driven by in the last couple minutes. Like they don't, people don't care. They really don't. I guess yeah, like here, it's very no. Here it's very unusual to see somebody actually like hand to ear, very unusual. And when you do, you can kind of feel everybody around look at that one person and everyone else in their cars just kind of has this judgment face going. Good. Well, that's what I try, that's what I try and do. I try and give them, like, I just give them a stare down. And then I've, I've on occasion, uh, done the, I mimed uh, with my hand, mimed hanging up a phone while staring them down really intensely. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're making up for all your anarchy that that punk like repent. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is, it, is it is it strange for you to have had this role and not know that it was going to be basically iconic, and still, you know, years later, be have it be such a big yes. role? <laughs> yes. The answer is yes. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's, um, it's, you know, every job that, you know, for, if you're not, if you're still, you know, a working actor and you're not a movie star or a TV, like a star, you know, every job is just, you know, it's just a job and you actually don't usually get much feedback, you know, your friends and your family may, may call you or send you a text while driving and, uh, and say, Hey, I saw you on that thing, um, you know, or, you know, they post it on Facebook and get a bunch of likes from your friends, but you don't, uh, you don't 
tend to hear very much from like you know fans or 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 or, or whatnot. Uh, I certainly didn't imagine it uh, when I did the part of Andy. I didn't know that that was a world uh, that there that there was. I mean, I certainly I heard of Star Trek conventions, but I I'd never heard of a of a supernatural convention uh, until I was invited to Icon. Uh, that in, in Orlando that that first time and I I swear I thought it was a mistake. I I, <laughs> I think I done I don't know I I done one I think I done two maybe I done both episodes by then. But I remember I told my manager I'm like you you should check with them make sure that they know that it's me and because I only <laughs> did two ep- I only did two episodes and they're not mixing me up with somebody else. Um, and uh, it was really overwhelming. I, I have to say, I was not I was not expecting it and, uh, to to walk out into a room with hundreds and hundreds of of, uh, of screaming ladies. For the most part, uh, it's just something that uh, that uh, that every man should experience at one point in their lives. Uh, but it was very jarring. I was not, I certainly was not expecting it. And, uh, uh, it's been a whole world that you know, uh, even just immediately was was overwhelming. And then it's really uh, very cool that that oh my God, it's almost a decade later. <laughs> or no, it's how when was when was how many years ago? You no, know, that? that was season started, two. We're going into ten, so you're going on eight years. Whoa! Like the fact that that Andy, that people know who Andy is, uh, is very sweet and and, and very cool. Uh, you know, uh, uh, all these. All these years later, I, 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 it's awesome to have a character that was not only just really fun to play, but that people seem to really like. It, it really, mm-hmm. it's, it's quite cool. That's very cool. Yeah. So, and you got to come back for another episode, All Hell Breaks Loose Part 1. But Yeah. I, and and I'm really sorry um, that Andy didn't make it out of Part 1, but it was it like uh, you got all excited? Hey, great! I get to come back again. Wait, I yeah. Oh no, <laughs> it was a real, it was a real roller coaster ride. I was, I was so excited. I was so excited to come back because I, I when we left Andy in Oklahoma or is it, no, Nebraska? Where was he? I forget where he. I forget where it was. Yeah, you're right. It was Oklahoma. You're right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, Oklahoma, and I remember being like, like we've got to see more of Andy. You can't just leave this kid with these special powers there. Like, they totally just ditched me. Uh, and, like, and I felt I felt like, oh, there's got to be potential. And then I got that call saying, hey, they want you to come back. I was so thrilled. And then I, but I, they didn't tell me what was going to happen, and I hadn't gotten the script yet. And I ran into the casting assistant at a film festival, and I think she'd had a couple of, of glasses of wine, uh, which I can attribute her lack of uh, sensitivity when she broke the news to me, where she said, hey, hey, you totally die. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Oh, oh, great, great. Uh, And uh, Christy was very nice. He took me out to dinner in in Vancouver. (laughs) As a, as a, I'm sorry, I'm sorry for having you eviscerated by a small demon child dinner, which I think is appropriate. I think every time you cause somebody to get eviscerated, you should buy them dinner. 
I, I, agree. I think, I think that should be in that. that should be in the SAG law and the SAG rule book. Like that <laughs> right? should be part of SAG. <laughs> totally. You know they did that. I, don't I know they know like Supernatural uh, can handle that food budget though, but <laughs> it's a lot. Well, <laughs> yeah. You know, they get cheaper and cheaper all of a sudden. It's just like it's just curly fries. Uh, I know when they when they did the Sopranos, whenever the big and if, if ever like a big character got whacked, that the whole cast amounts to like steak dinner or something like like that. Uh, this was not quite that big, but it was still nice. <laughs> Yeah. I always thought it was just so unfair. All the other characters' powers would work against the other psychic kids, but Andy was the only one whose powers did not work on the other psychic kids, and that was just so not fair. It, it was bullshit. It was a lot it of bullshit. Sorry to swear. Sorry to swear. That is, that is. I'm, I feel very strongly about this. <laughs> it was. Uh, Andy got the short end of the stick uh, in, in in a lot of ways. Uh, he, had the, such, he had the coolest powers, yeah. the coolest, but then he couldn't yeah. use them to, to protect himself. So so wrong. No, but he did get to use them uh, on Jensen, which I, is really, I think, my favorite part of that episode is when he couldn't not tell the truth. Oh, yes. <laughs> that, was yeah, the first, I, that, was the, that was the first scene that we shot in the whole uh, yeah. first Supernatural scene. And uh, I I didn't know that Jensen was so funny. He cracked me. I really had a hard time not laughing. <laughs> I, that was actually one of my questions I had for you was, was that scene as fun to film as it was for us to watch it? It was a blast. <laughs> it, was, it was really good. It was really funny. It was a good, it was a good introduction to the boys. Mm. Now, back then, a, they were – go ahead, Susan. I, I was I was just going to say it was really cool that that episode, Simon said, that Andy got to be everything from, you know, very funny and very casual to very serious because, you know, yeah. at the end, he ends up shooting his, his brother and, and using his powers on his girlfriend, and you really had to really, like, do a variety of, of emotions and, and characters. Oh. So. I got to say, it's it's very rare that you get to play such a a, a a guest starring role where you get to do so much. It's really it's really a blast. Like, I only saw, in the audition, a very small amount of what was going to happen with Andy. When I got the script, it was just like, yes, <laughs> all right. Oh, we get to do this now? Yes! And he kills his twin! Yes! The only thing that would have been better, but it then, but it, I wouldn't have gotten to work with, with Elias, but, I, but if I'd gotten to play my own twin, that then it would have been, like, the part of a lifetime. <laughs> been like, like on, those, on, like, a soap opera, and I just had, like, a creepy, like, little mustache. Uh, <laughs> the evil one. I think that's my favorite line, by the way, is I have an evil twin. I think that was my favorite uh, line. But, yeah, no, it's, it was such a fun, like, they wrote so much for me to do. It was really, it was really cool. Like, I could, I picked Elias, like, hard. Like, we did stunts. Like, they had him, like, I did kick him right in the stomach. 
I don't even remember if you see it very, very well, but they, like, had him all padded so they could go after him. Uh, it, was pretty, it was pretty cool stuff. I think we only did one take of me shooting him, too, or, like, the, or like the reveal of him, like, pulling the, the gun back, which I, I remember thinking, like, are you sure, are you, sure you got it? Okay. Like, it, it came up <laughs> I was going to ask you what it was like filming the big fight scene on the on the dam there. It was really really good scene. It was it was very cool. Like they really, I mean, that was they had like big cranes and uh, special shots and stuff like that. And, you know, it was you're out in the cold and night. It was it was awesome. It was good. It felt big and uh, it was it was really fun. It was it was really. Cool. I'm sure the director. Um, uh, uh, oh gosh, what's his name? Um, do you guys remember? It, I, I, it, it, it was Tim. Um, I can't pronounce his last name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Timmy Asfano. He was really cool. He just let him go. He was really, you know, uh, he was. He was. He just made it. It was a fun, fun night. We're just going at it. It was really. It was really cool. Whereas shooting episode uh, the uh, uh, All Hell Breaks Loose one uh, was freezing, and you, it's like it's weird. Film you so seldom you, it can be really really raining and you won't see it. But a lot of what we shot, we it was freezing rain in the middle of nowhere. And muddy too. Oh, I. I bet that and was really nice to film all the scenes in the rain and the mud and <laughs> Yeah, it was it was it was pretty real. We were all huddled around little little heaters. Uh but then you know, if, if you even have if you even have like a moment to think about complaining, uh then you remember that you're getting to act <laughs> and no one's in a mine shaft, uh and you're doing pick 'em up. Uh and uh, and you know, it's it's even the worst the worst uh, you know, coldest, wettest day uh, on on that set is still a blast. Like, it's really a fun. I will I will say they they really make for a fun fun shoot. Everyone always does say. Everyone always has a really nice thing to say about that crew and the cast. And totally, it's it's all it's all true because we've all been on sets where. It's not as fun. It's miserable, or it's you know, or people got a bad attitude, or they're not fun or funny, or they're just too serious, or or I, who knows? Everyone's having a bad day. It seems like, and you know, it seems like everyone involved is just like they're, they they like their work and they they like the show, and and it and it comes through. It, it makes for it's a fun experience, you know, on and off the set. It's great. I can't say enough good things. And your character is Andy is, you know, still a fan favorite to this day. And the two and the episodes you're in are like huge, you know, pivotal episodes for the for the series. So, you know, it is really really cool the the part you got. So glad that you got that one. Like I said at the beginning, more than the one in Children Should Play with Dead Things. <laughs> yeah, so much better. Honestly, I don't even remember that character's name. I don't remember the character's name. I've never been so glad not to get a part. 
Yeah. <laughs> so you never and, know. Uh, that's, yeah. that's, that's really cool to hear that it's, uh, remember, Andy, I remember I hadn't gone to a convention in a while, and, uh, and, and, uh, and I went to the last one, and, uh, and I was, I was genuinely worried, like, like they, will they remember? And a oh. girl jokes with me, the first thing she said was like, now, who are you? And I'm like, that's what I was really worried about. That's what I was worried about. And she's like, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> and I could have been forever. But I, I was totally paranoid. I was like, I was like, this is this is silly. This is why no one remembers it. If they remember anything, I, I guess so. And that's great. It's awesome. I mean, as creepy as it sounds, once you're once you're in the supernatural family, there's no getting out. No, <laughs> yeah. no, it's great. It's and it's a real. It's a real family. Like I, I remember during this, this, you know, during all the kind of hard times of this year, I got a, I got a message from Jim Beaver and, uh, uh, you know, who I just met at, at conventions, and I, and I just, we were both kind of just, uh, uh, reveling, and we were like, it's quite a, it's quite a. I think I maybe tweeted about it. It's like it's a really special family that we're in mm-hmm. uh, uh, here. It's really, it's really some, something else, you know. And nice thing about Supernatural, the show, is that even when you die on the show, it doesn't necessarily mean you're never coming back because they've brought back dead characters quite often. So we have a whole season in front of us, so we could see Andy. (laughs) I feel like like it would have happened by now. (laughs) You never know. You never know, though, because this is the kind of show where you think that you're never going to see somebody again, and all of a sudden, we just had um, Dick's fate reprise his role. That's uh, true. That's true. So, you know, after, after how many how many years have you been years? on? After, like, four wow. five years? Four years? Okay. Okay. But we have so, um, the new we've got the time travel thing happening now, too. We've got um, Crowley's mm-hmm. son in this season. Who died like 400 years ago? They brought someone brought a, a, a character brought him to the present before he died. So now exactly. they they even awesome. mentioned in the show that now that's changed things. It's happened. Sam and Dean mentioned that, and so it, it could cause that's, Andy to maybe have never died. That oh, that's my dream. <laughs> that's my dream. And there. <laughs> And then Andy didn't go out like a like a like a little bitch. I said, really, he'd be getting taken out like by a little girl. Really long, really scary, really creepy, really upsetting. Though I, I will say, and I told this story at a convention one time where I, I did I thought it was really funny and spoke to how like invested all the the members of the crew were that when the, the the guy, the driver of the, you know, the transport van asked me what happens with my character in this episode, uh, and when I said that, I, unfortunately, that I get I got killed, he then said, he said to me, you know, uh, oh, well, do they, do they burn your body and salt your bones? <laughs> and I'm like, what? He said, do they burn your body and salt your bones? I'm like, uh, I don't know. I think... I think they just leave me there. Actually, I don't even know. They, I don't even they don't do like a. I don't. He's like, oh, well, then you can still come back as long as they didn't burn your body and salt your bones. You've got several opportunities to come back. And I'm like, 
like everyone on this set is is, is really invested in the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's good to hear as a fan because you know you have you do hear stories of of other sets where people are like just completely disengaged from the show and from each other, and so as a fan, it's good to hear things like that. But they're paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I am now driving. Uh, so oh. if, I start, if I start yelling at anybody or uh, honking, that puts, that's what's happening. Uh, and so I'll probably have to wrap up uh, uh, soon. Uh, but what, like, let's, let's, do you want to do some rapid fire or, or, or something? Okay, I have, a, I have a question for you. I saw you um, at the Chicago convention many years ago, and it was the cocktail parody where everybody walks around quickly and talks for a minute or two at the table, and you asked us oh, about yeah. books and what we were reading and what was our favorite oh, book, yeah. and, and I asked you what your favorite book was, and you didn't answer me, and you said, I'll get back to you. And I was just wondering if you've decided your favorite book. (laughs) Wow. For years and years, I've had the time. You know, it's one of those questions that I, it's like, what's your favorite movie? Where I know as soon as I answer it, that like, as soon as I leave the room, they're like, oh, no, no. Oh, that's not it. Because it's it's such a, I feel like it's a really important, uh, it's a Mm -hmm. really important thing. And it it really speaks to who you are. Um, So I'm going to kind of, uh, I'm gonna kind of ditch. I'm gonna like skirt it, and I will say my current favorite, most recent book that I read that I just really loved uh, was uh, uh, the Goldfinch uh, that I just huh. read by by Donna uh, Tart. Have you guys read that? No, no, I have not. I've heard of it. It it's really. I think it actually just won the Pulitzer. So uh, it, you know, I'm not the only one. Who liked it? Uh, she, yeah, she, uh, she wrote a, another book called The Secret History, which was was excellent, which I read years and years ago. She wrote a book called uh, a, a book that's out right now called uh, 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 The Goldfinch, and it's uh, it's awesome. So I recommend that to a friend. Okay. How about I you? I have an answer. <laughs> now I have an answer. answer. But you know what? I, I think for my actual all-time favorite, it might be might be Cavalier and Clay by uh, Michael. I always want to say Chabon or Chabon, and I never know how to say his last name. Chabon. But my wife with? just corrected me. She, it's Chabon. Uh, my wife just says it's Chabon. <laughs> okay. Um, and before you, you know, go, I, go ahead. I just wanted to say real quick, my husband, who only watches Supernatural, like, as he walks through the room, you know, he knows um, whenever one of your commercials is on, he has his own, like, man cave in the house. He will text me up in the living room and say, Andy's in another commercial. Every time you're in a commercial, he'll text me, Andy's on. (laughs) So my husband, who just walks through when it's in, he knows who you are, so. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty funny. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, God bless commercials. Yes, I am. Uh, I, have, I You know, I just shot a commercial uh, a couple weeks ago with Michael Jordan, which I thought was super. Oh, wow. super no way. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's a Hanes commercial. 
Uh, and so my friends are now telling me that I'm officially an underwear model. Uh, so I didn't know if you knew that, that you were talking to an underwear model. Because uh, there's, uh, there's a half a second where I am in a T-shirt and, uh, and boxer briefs uh, for Hanes, which I'm sure their sales are going to go through the roof. But now, <laughs> it's, got, now it's time to update I bet the they will. You need to put... Yeah. Underwear, underwear model on your resume. <laughs> uh, Absolutely. At the very top of the resume. i got to change my business card. Gabriel Tigerman. Everything. Underwear model. <laughs> Official underwear model. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> well, tell your husband uh, what's up. <laughs> I'll let him know. <laughs> Not because of the underwear model thing, because of the commercials. That's, that's what, well, just to be clear. Well, I'm sure when he... He'll be texting me whenever that commercial comes on. And he's now an underwear yeah. model. So. Yeah, no, and he's and in his underwear. <laughs> but even better, your wife now gets to say, I am married to an underwear model. That's right. That's right. I've been waiting my whole life you for that. Did you hear will be embarrassed by it. <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you introduce me as your underwear model husband? I do. You sh- oh, you do? I haven't been reading my emails. Oh, oh no. Okay, well. <laughs> well, you, know how, you know how people get when they become um, underwear models? They get a little cocky, yeah. little hold themselves. Okay. <laughs> I changed your name on the iPhone from Gabriel Tigerman to underwear model. Oh, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. okay. this, is, yeah. this is only appropriate. You yeah. should, you'll have someday your daughter, daughter will be embarrassed by her dad being an underwear model. So she's do. already embarrassed. <laughs> she's already embarrassed? Yep. Oh, man. She's only one. <laughs> by the time, so think about it. By the time she's, like, say, 10 and Supernatural's yeah. in season 20, because it will be, yeah. uh, sure. she yeah. gets to say, yeah. and, and somebody's going to be on Tumblr and post a gift and be like, that's my dad. You know oh, my God. Oh, my God. I thought I could be cool. I thought I'd be cool in her eyes for, like, at least a couple of years. But, no, it's already. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm really worried about, now that you mention it, is uh, my daughter ever dis- discovering fan fiction. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> no. Yeah. Alice, do not look up Flash. Fiction, Chad, and Gabe. So, yeah, basically, never Google your father. Never Google your father. No, no. Uh, no. Uncle Chad. Fact, don't let her have a computer. Nope. nope. Oh, no. Oh, no. no internet. Oh, the internet. The internet's forever. He has so many anti-cams from Supernatural, doesn't he? That's true. Anti-cam. Anti-cam. Anti-cam has done a lot of babysitting uh, for, for Alice. Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, we love Kim. He tweets about it occasionally. Kim was a guest. Was a guest on. Kim, Kim was a guest on Catherine's podcast as well. Sure was. Yeah. The, uh, the down and dirty kitchen. How to how to make uh, Thai, Thai food? food? Yeah. yeah. Who knew? I did. Right. I would check that out because um, I like to cook. So. You should. Yeah, oh yeah. Also, and Chad, Uncle Chad Lindbergh. Oh yeah, Chad did. Chad yeah, did an episode. That was like our favorite, one of our favorite Kim's. And Chaz and yours were our favorite podcast. But mine was. Sorry, 
wait, no, and Harold Perrineau's and Derek Miller's and Brian Austin Green. Yeah, but mine, but mine, but mine was like number one, right? Like a favorite. She had, she had the underwear model on. Right, you didn't even, you didn't even know. At the time, I wasn't an underwear model. So she was four. Yeah. You come back and cook in your underwear. <laughs> Cooking in your underwear podcast. <laughs> well, you should check it out. Uh, that yeah, there's like trap full of supernatural. Yeah, we you've had three supernatural guests. Yes. On uh, it's called the Down and Dirty Kitchen on uh, on iTunes. We will check it out for sure. We'll, we'll look it up and cool. we'll also uh, we can uh, link it on our website. Yeah. And, oh, awesome! Please do. Um, uh, hold on, we're actually not ready. He's not ready for. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, actually, I have a couple. I have uh, a couple more minutes. Uh, I I thought I had to go, but I don't have to go yet. Okay. Good. Good. They really don't want to even talk to me. Oh, they wanted me to wrap it up. Yeah, they were like, we're done. They're like, oh, we're done. No. No. Oh, we're gonna let you. We're gonna let you go. That's what my dad says when he's when he's done having us visit. He's like, okay. I'm going to let you go. <laughs> you know, obviously, know. when we had, when we yeah. had Jensen on our podcast, um, we didn't expect him to stay as long as he did. So by the end of it, we were kind of we all went, okay, so thank you, Jensen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean. Did you have any more burning questions uh, for, for, for me or Catherine or Lily the dog? Well, I, um, since Catherine's there, I would like to tell her that I loved her show that was on TBS, and I was so sad when it was canceled. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, we were all really sad that it was canceled. We had such a good time doing that, but, you know. It happened. It happened. But, it was uh, such a fun oh, show. Thank you so much. Yeah, we miss it. That was uh, We all agreed that that was all of our favorite jobs. So. Yeah. It was, it's funny, simple, because I got to visit Catherine on set there, it reminded me of Supernatural set in that, like, everyone's having a blast, and everyone's still in touch. Yeah, we're all still best friends, which is nice, so. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I, I, uh, the first episode I watched, and then when I watched it, then I had to go back and watch all the rest of them. The first one I watched was because James Marsters was on it, and I'm a huge Buffy fan. Yeah. Yeah, and so I was like, this show's good. I need to watch more. So I went back and watched the others. <laughs> he was such a good guest. We loved having him on. He was so funny on that. He was so in character the whole time with his British accent and everything. I thought he was British for the first three days of shooting. And I was like, oh, that guy, he was awesome. Everyone does. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 yeah. I was like, oh, where in England are you from? He's like, no, I'm not from this. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> And you can always have an, uh, an accent. He's really good. Yeah, yeah. He's just, he, when, when he was on Buffy, there were people, like I had friends that were British, that when he eventually spoke in his natural Californian accent, they went, wait, 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 you're not one of us? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> totally. 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 He was in a Supernatural episode, too. What's that? He was in a Supernatural episode in season seven. Yeah. Yep. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Six degrees it's, it's of such a wor- It's a, such a world. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, the baby was getting fussy. Uh, Aww. Uh, 
we have the whole Gaberman family on the podcast. Gaberman, I like I prefer that actually. You should get that on the jacket. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got everyone. We got, we got wife, baby, terrier, uh, and me. Yeah, yep. the whole gang. The whole gang's here. And now the dog's <laughs> rolling down her window again. <laughs> there was a question on Twitter um, from from Bardic Voice. She wanted to know how old uh, Lily is. Well, Lily is five. Uh-huh. Five, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. We got her right after we got uh, married. Uh, oh, she's a youngster. She is. Yeah. And she she's a uh, she's kind of a, a secret terrier because we uh, we're not we're not allowed to have uh, and thankfully I don't think that our land landlord listens to the podcast I'm, I'm going to be I'm going to find out terrible it's a terrible mistake if he does but we uh, the dog is not allowed in the building we, we sneak her we sneak her in and out uh, all the time. Oh. <laughs> Oh. It's like a known secret now. Okay. And all right. Oh God. Oh no, honey. I just hit the the tree with a car door. Just slammed the car door into a tree. <laughs> oh no. We are causing we are causing damage. Yeah. Oh, no. I will be sending the bill to Winchester Brothers. <laughs> That tree came out of nowhere. Please, please send your bill to Warner Brothers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Eric Christie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Eric Christie can totally get yeah. it. Tara yeah. Supernatural, yeah. Vancouver. Tara Supernatural, yeah. Vancouver. Thanks. Uh, their address on our Hold website. Down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She says it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. Settle buff right out. Oh, oh my God. Poor tree. Hey, what a poor tree. What else you got? Uh, the Britters on Twitter, she wants to know, if Andy hadn't died on Supernatural, what do you think he'd be doing now? If he hadn't died? I always, mm-hmm. I always, pictured, I always pictured him... Joining, joining forces, joining the team as being uh, uh, kind of a mascot, really, uh, more than anything, uh, joining on adventures. Uh, the other thing I'd always imagined was just endless road trip uh, with Chad, with, <laughs> with Chad Lindbergh. <laughs> Andy and Ashley's road trip. Andy and Ashley's you know? road trip in the, in the van. Just or. I don't know, the van always makes me think of, like, Andy, the bong in the van makes me think of Scooby-Doo, so it always makes me think that that would be the, uh, that that would be their journey. It was essentially just solving mysteries around the country in their van. <laughs> so which one of you is Shaggy and which one is Scooby? I think Chad is very clearly uh, Shaggy, and Andy, I'll throw a curveball here, is actually Scrappy-Doo. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, and considering that that Andy and Ash are both both technically dead, they could be like yeah. the ghosts the ghosts that like just come and help Sam and Dean out, be like, Oh, we can't fault them, no, because they're helpful. 
and then you can just keep coming back. <laughs> yeah. I think that, I mean, that's, that rights itself. Like, that's it. I mean, there's, there's a, do you want a list of all the writers on Twitter? Uh, we'll let you know. <laughs> I, think, I think you should be you should be tweeting them with your story ideas constantly now. That, that's gold. Basically. Gold. That is gold. Basically. Well, they've killed off just about everybody that was ever connected to Sam and Dean anyway, so there's no one left. So you just right. got to start bringing people back. Yeah. There's no other way around they're, it. They're, they're bad news. Like, don't, you, should, you don't want to know those guys. No, that's that's <laughs> just a... It is really bad luck knowing that. Actually, oh my God! Wow! My dad was Lily. I told you two percent of the time. She just saw a dog, and she went nuts. Are you kidding me? On the internet right now, and there's proof that you're a jerk dog sometimes. And now she's totally fine. Oh, my God. <laughs> this, this terrier. You'll have to see us a picture the- of, of Lily. Okay, absolutely. <laughs> I will do that I, as, soon as, I, as soon as we end. I will <laughs> take a picture of this absurd, absurd <laughs> dog. And if you'd like, I can tweet you a picture of my Lily, too. So. Yes, please. I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> I will spare uh, everyone the picture of my chihuahua scars. <laughs> well, you, know, you have to. That's what I want to see. I want to see. I want to see the chihuahua. I want to see a chihuahua scar, and I want to see a the fighting chihuahuas uh, team logo. There you go. This I can easily yeah. do. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Actually, the next convention you get booked for, if I go to it, you're getting a Trollis T-shirt, and you have to wear it. Yes. <laughs> I was done. Done well, and done. I, I, I wear a small. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, any any uh, Anything before we go? Wow, we hit, the, we hit an hour. I'm proud of us. Yes. This is awesome. Do you have any upcoming projects coming up besides the underwear commercial? <laughs> aside, from, aside from underwear, I got a handful of things. Like in the last, see, in the last year, uh, I've shot a couple of things. I did. I had a an episode of Silicon Valley that that aired uh, a little while ago, and an NCIS. I shot an episode of Hot in Cleveland with uh, the lovely Betty White. That I think wow. will be on sometime in 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 August or something like that. Uh, that was pretty awesome. Just to meet Betty, like that was pretty cool. She is she is a thousand years old and hilarious. She is hilarious. Um, let's see. I've got a bunch of commercials that I have have shot that that have yet to air. So there's there's an underwear underwear model Haynes. Um, there's a Discover Card commercial that hasn't aired yet, a some Scott's lawn care that haven't aired yet, um, a Geico commercial with me and a genie uh, that you should keep your eyes open for. And I'm actually about to go to North Carolina to shoot uh, some Burger King uh, uh, commercials. 
Those are, uh, are you are amount. you redoing? Are you doing the spicy? Are they bringing you back the spicy again? No, no, totally unrelated. But uh, the prodigal son has returned in a, to- in a totally different role. I think it's been so long. I don't even know if the same people. I don't even know if they remember. Um, but that was my first job. That was the the, the, uh, the Burger King commercial. That was I got my SAG card uh, doing those spots. Uh, and I'm actually going to have dinner in like half an hour with the director of those commercials, uh, uh, Martin Granger. Uh, lovely. Oh, another project uh, that you guys should check out that I've I've done for years. It's this web series uh, that has always had a, a place in my heart. That was uh, written by a couple of buddies of mine. Uh, named uh, Ben Barnes and Joel Huggins. It's called uh, Fish in a Sweater. Uh, yes, so we've done these I, love, I love Fish in a Sweater. I love Fish in a Sweater. You do? Oh, thank yes. you. We, you know, we've been doing, it's like a pet project that I've, I've just, it's always had a little place in my heart, uh, acting with this little adorable uh, <laughs> two-foot-eleven fish. And uh, it's, you know, it's, it's one of those those projects that's, it, it just it just keeps going. I, I could spend it in all sorts of uh, film festivals, like the the uh, Montreal and Chicago Just for Laughs Film Festival, the uh, or Comedy Festival, the South by Southwest, and uh, all sorts of, of really awesome film festivals. It's come really close to becoming a TV show, but we just it's never happened. And uh, like uh, Steve uh, Steve Carell's company, you know was in, interested for a while and optioned it. And, uh, and, uh, but now we're just making the episode. So we've got a new one coming out, I think, any day now. Uh, if you ever go to fishinasweater.com, you can see all the old videos, and there's a new one coming up, which I'm really excited about. Very cool. Yeah. Glad to hear a new one. I love it. I've been watching it for a long time. Really oh cool. really? Oh, that's that's very cool. I think I'm glad. I'm glad you. It's a very it's a very odd show. So you never know, uh, you know, <laughs> who your fans, who the fans are and, and and whatnot. So that's that's cool to hear. I will have to look it up because I like odd and weird. So I will look it up. You will mm-hmm. you will like it, Jenny. You'll like it. Yeah, you it's sound, it's really right at my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's about two two guys. Uh, in their in their, in their third early thirties, uh, uh, who are uh, who just happen to live with a two foot eleven fish, uh, and it's not really made a big deal about the fact that they live with a fish uh, puppet, uh, but uh, it's, it just is. They're just they're just friends, <laughs> and uh, I you know I loved Sesame Street growing up, so getting to to work with a puppet is pretty awesome. It's really hilarious how often you forget that it's a puppet. Uh, as you're acting with with, with the puppet, uh, and you start to even think to say something to fish uh, in between takes, and then you realize that's not that's not that's not real. That's <laughs> <laughs> a puppet. Not, not to ruin the magic, but that's it's not it's not it's not real. You know, <laughs> I, my favorite character, Chad Lindbergh, um, he did was Sven, the vampire blogger. Um, you've got it. You you need to get um, fish in a sweater on, and you and fish in the sweater on Sven the vampire blogger. That would be those together would be hilarious. I I don't know about uh, Stan the vampire blogger, but now <laughs> that's the next thing I'm going to do when I get off of the phone call. I check that out. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> 
That's very cool. Um, well, is there any more? Are there any more Twitter questions before we uh, before we before I head off before I mosey? Did we get everybody's question? I think we covered everybody. Oh boy, look at us! We got some, we got it done today. This was fun. Productive. Yes. This this What's has that? been one of my favorite podcasts. I have to say. Yay! I don't think we've laughed. <laughs> I don't think we've laughed this much on any podcast we've no. ever had. It was so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, are you saying I'm the best? That's what you were trying to say. Yes. Yeah. I think yes, yes exactly. Yeah. We can carry that to the next time you see the next time you see you see you see Kim, you see anybody you're like, you know what? I talked to the little bit of and I'm their favorite. Oh. Oh, I'm gonna rub it right in their face. It's, and that's also gonna be my my new my new business cards, which I just I just as we're doing this, I just changed to say underwear model. It will also say under that is best guest uh, on Winchester Brothers. That will be right under underwear model. Boom. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, uh, well, thank you guys so much for having me on it. And uh, and big I love you to all, uh, everyone listening. And uh, and yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you so much thank for joining us. So we appreciate much. it. And, and Kat and Anytime. Alice and Lily too. <laughs> Yes, I will pass it along. But I, I'm left. It's just me and Lily now in the car. Uh, ah, <laughs> Catherine. And then, then there were two. Let her know. Let her know it was a pleasure to talk to her as well. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye, Bye guys. Game. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Oh, <laughs> uh, Gabe is awesome. She was delightful. Oh, oh, I. He's awesome. I could just talk to him forever. He's so much fun. He was so I'm funny. I'm I mean, truly, we haven't laughed that much ever. No, no I, so. I know. Yep, he he he's my favorite guest. He's at the top. He's number one. <laughs> yeah, and we got bonus Catherine, his wife Catherine Fiore, and baby Alice. And his doggy Lily. So we got the entire Spiderman family. Or, oh, as I say, awesome. Gaberman family. The entire yeah, Gaberman family. family. I like that. <laughs> it was like the Gaberman family. <laughs> the Gaberman family. And I hope his landlord did not listen to our podcast. Like, no. Wouldn't it be horrible if his landlord is just in this weird twist of fate, an actual fan of the show and a fan of our podcast? I'd feel bad. I would. Yeah, I would feel what, bad. What, what if when he, um, Gabe, you know, what if maybe by chance Gabe got the, that house that he's renting because the landlord's a supernatural fan, he's like, oh, I recognize him. I'm like, I got to get a down in. And then, boom, there you go. <laughs> I'd like to think, though, if, if that is the case, then he'd make an exception. He'd be like, you know what? It's okay. All right, right. So, and possibly because of us, they have to fix their car door now. <laughs> yeah. yeah oops. I know. Oops. Well, oh, real really. Quick, uh, Send the I bill wanna... to Warner Brothers. Completely different. I'm checking my email here while we're talking, and 
Um, this is pretty big. Um, I don't know if any of you, anybody listening has been following Jim Beaver. He, um, he's, been, he's helping with a Kickstarter for um, Theater West and mm-hmm. to um, help them with um, getting theater into schools. Um, develop two new plays to teach 2,200 children. Um, they sent out a project update um, called Jim Beaver's Things. I get by with a little help from my friends. Um, Jim has called on a bunch of really famous friends to help out Theater West. They say, look for new rewards from Justifies, Walter Goggins and Timothy Oliphant. Supernatural's Eric Christie, Robert Singer, Jared Padalecki, Jensen Ackles, Misha Collins, and Mark Shepard. There will be posters, scripts, and telephone messages. So if you have not um, helped with the Kickstarter, you need to be chipping in soon to help with some of these really cool sound like Supernatural um, Kickstarter rewards. Very cool. That's really neat. So I may have to up mine. I should, yeah, I should stop just deleting emails without ever reading them because that's probably going to be in my trash. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I'm one of those people that just compulsively deletes all their stuff. If if I haven't checked my email, especially like anybody who has Gmail, you know, it breaks down your categories now. If I don't check certain categories within like a day, I'm like, nope, too overwhelming, and just delete all of it. It's it's. Also, never leave me a voicemail because I will not listen to it. FYI. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> and um, I I had already put in for the Jim Beaver voicemail. You know, he would record a voicemail message for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want I still want to keep that one, but I may want some of these others too. I wonder if they'll have it where you can have both. <laughs> Why not? Right, right. Because it would be two separate donations. Mm-hmm, yep. Um, speaking of cool things and fundraising and that sort of thing, I know we have, there's an auction going, a T-shirt sale going. For us. Yeah, yeah um, we have an auction that's ending Sunday. Yeah, I believe, yeah, Sunday. Um, items donated from So Geek Austin. She's really cool. Check out her store, linked on our website. Um, she's donated a Supernatural Impala messenger bag, an Impala t-shirt, and a 164th scale die-cast Supernatural Impala. Very, very cool. We've got those on eBay now with the proceeds going to the Brain Injury Association of California in support of Team Sarah, who is Jenny Cadalecki's sister. And um, this weekend we will be posting a few more auctions. Um, got some really cool stuff donated to us, so keep an eye out for those. And uh, Down Syndrome Guild of Dallas, um, they just opened up their fundraiser page. So we'll have, some, we'll have some stuff coming up in the next couple months for that. And um, on our front page of our website, I have um, I posted, I think a little about yesterday. Yeah, I think it was. Um, on the right side of our page, you can go to uh, winchesterbirds.com, and on the right side, there's links um, to, direct, to donate directly to um, Team Sarah and the Brain Injury Association and also to do, um, donate directly to Team Levi for the Down Syndrome Guild of Dallas. Those are both on, our, on the front page of our website. Mm-hmm. We can also talk about the episodes a little bit. We don't have to do that. Yes. Oh, they <laughs> were so good. I love these episodes so much. These are two of my favorite I still maintain that All Hell Breaks Loose, Part 1 and 2, I consider it all one episode in my brain, uh, is probably, like, 
one of the most flawless episodes of television. It's just it's perfect. You really have to give it uh, to Sarah and Sarah and Eric on the on those. You really, really do. I agree. I agree. And and everything from the you know, the set to the writing, the set, the acting, uh, the special effects, all of it were just it was just all seamless and I love it. It'll it's a forever favorite. I yes, I love those episodes. But so so bizarre to me is that at the at the time those episodes aired, in the first couple of seasons, the the supernatural forum I used to frequent the most was television without pity, and <laughs> they were no fans of that. That those episodes all helped. Uh, all hell breaks loose part one and two. No fans. They they had many complaints. They had many issues. And well, I mean that's just pop to begin with. I mean, you know. Rest well, in yeah. Peace. Well, well that's, that's why but, I left them years ago. Is because it's difficult to constantly read nothing but angry, jaded, vicious, spiteful posts about about episodes that I thought were ranging anywhere from good to fantastic and just not have any <laughs> agree with that. It was just too hard. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't stay there. I mean, I was there for a while and then, and then I tapered off. I would just go over to the threads where they talked about uh, Jensen and Jared or I might check the spoilers. And then even that got to me too much and I abandoned them a long time ago. But I've it's so, been... it's so strange to have a completely different uh, uh, perspective on that, and at the time, honestly, it colored my opinion of those episodes a little bit. And now that I have some distance, it's very different. So interesting, yeah. I guess I was never really someone who frequented television without pity. It's not my the structure of the forum was not my type of forum, not just the content. But I used to try mm-hmm. to read uh, since I didn't start Supernatural until it was already uh, about mid season two. Um, I was I tried to read the recaps, and as someone who does recaps, my recaps tend to be about, on average, two thousand words. But those are much, much longer than that, much, much, and really mean. <laughs> You're like, why are you watching? <laughs> and and I, I, yeah, I say that as someone who can be, um, admittedly, quite scathing about supernatural at times. Um, I I I do, uh, I do critique it very harshly because I care about it. Um, so yeah, if, if I'm saying "Wow, dude, you're kind of being harsh," you're being really harsh. Yeah, well, I came to Supernatural in the midst of season two, and I went to television without pity at first for the recap, so I could catch up. And mm-hmm. and yeah, they had a very different flavor and towards the beginning they were actually very good and very positive but as seasons went on that was another thing that got very difficult to read um they changed recappers and the new recapper as you say could be very harsh and and bitter and angry and he just hated that he had to do those recaps because he just hated the show imagine my confusion when supernatural didn't actually have a dragon i was very confused (laughs) Yeah, main <laughs> Yes, the recap, the recap, they assured me that there was a dragon. 
there was no dragon. Still well, eventually everything. Supernatural had dragons. We just didn't see Yeah, but not the same. Not the same. No, um, no, it wasn't. But, and I think the thing with um, All Hell Breaks is part one and two, it's there, it's, and especially because it's two, it is, as much as I don't like to admit it, it's two episodes written by two, two different people, and, and yet it shows um, that you can execute really good episodes where Sam and Dean are apart, you yes. know, which is something, you know, gets criticized a lot when they are not in episodes together, and it's very much mm-hmm. like, how can you do that? And it, these, it shows that it, it really, really can be done, and it can be done very, very well, because they are, what, together? They're, the, they're together in those episodes for, what, maybe 5% of the two episodes, if that. Mm-hmm. So... You know, it, it does go to show that it, it can be done. And it also goes to show that, you know, as fans, we get really up in arms about certain things and forget that there were times when that happened when we were perfectly okay with it. So, um, is that, it, it's very, they're separate, but it's still very much an episode about the two of them separate and together because you have both of them the whole point up for for both of them is to try to find find the other one and hopefully find the other one alive. Mhm. Okay, I need to ask you all's suggestion real quick. I'm I can't choose both on the Kickstarter. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I, I need to hurry before the supernatural ones sell out. There's um they've already sold two uh, out of them. It's um and I, if you're listening, don't choose it till after I do because I don't want. I'll have a, um, a supernatural script that you choose which one, signed by Jared, Jensen, Misha, Mark, Jim, and others, you get to choose the script. It's signed for only 250 bucks. But I don't get the voicemail from Jim Beaver. Which one would you choose? I would choose the script because I'm the mm. idiot that would accidentally, that would accidentally delete a voicemail. So, okay. Okay. yeah. I'm going for that. And then I... I ha- I'll have to go over and change my credit card on Amazon to be able to afford the 251. <laughs> okay. Um, well, well, back to having having Sam and Dean separated and it working. They used to do it, and that's why this this past season, the episode Road Trip, where Sam and Dean were far apart. And I was just fine with it because the episode I thought was so well written, so interesting. Sorry, sorry, my little my Lily has decided she I'm wanted gonna, to. I'm going to be completely honest. I don't remember what the po- I don't. Oh, it sucks. I don't remember what Sam did during that episode. Um, the internet was, yes, he was with Cass, and uh, I believe Cassia back in the bunker, and I. That was when Cass no, was wait, helping isn't Sam. That... Or am I on the wrong? That was not firstborn. That's firstborn. Road trip is going with Cass, Crowley, and Dean. So what is Sam doing? What is Sam doing? Wait, which one are you talking about? Which episode? Road trip. Road trip. What happened to Road trip? I hope maybe I'm maybe I'm a, I'm on the I'm on the wrong one because okay. as we've talked about remember. the later the seasons, the more titles run together for me. I'm so sorry. But it's the one where Crowley takes Dean to get the first blade and Timothy Omenson is in it. No, <laughs> oh, that's yeah. firstborn. That's firstborn. 
That's it. Oh, see what I mean? Okay, no. Road trip. Road trip, I know it's Cass, Crowley, and Dean, and they go off and I don't know what they do either. They're together. I don't even remember what they do. But the three of them but are I meant together. I firstborn, so never mind about road trip. <laughs> I was talking about and, firstborn. See, and this is my, yeah, this is my problem, you know, off topic because I'm not talking about season two, but I'm being serious right now. I actually don't remember. And this is an episode that I've watched at least four times because I watch an episode mm-hmm. twice, to, twice to once my first watch, one to two times to recap, and one, one to two times to podcast it. So I watch an episode anywhere from four to five times, and I have mm-hmm. no idea what happened. Okay, I can picture I can picture certain parts of it, but I actually don't know mm-hmm. what happened. It is it's uh, okay. weird because as seasons go on, I have a tougher and it happens with not just Supernatural, it happened with Buffy and any show that I love it, but the more episodes they have, the tougher time I have remembering titles sometimes. But this one, I, yeah. I'm i sorry I got the wrong title, but I know the episode and I remember we talked a lot on the podcast, the fact that they were separated, but everything was so well written and balanced and interesting. No, and I didn't can't, mind I can't on the which, which I can't imagine I said that. Which one are Road we talking trip. about again? Road, Road trip. trip. Let me pull. Is that this season? Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Let me pull that one up and I'll see what I remember. It's the episode four after Kevin's death. Vows to find the angel that killed him, not only to free Sam, but to seek revenge. Castiel oh, runs a doctor and suggests they try to separate Sam's brain from the angels. Oh, that was a good episode. I that was a good episode. Yeah, it was Fantastic. Okay. It was one yeah, of my favorites of this Sam season. Did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember what Sam and, did. And he was good feel the whole time. <laughs> yes, yeah, Sam, Sam, Sam and Castiel had to be peanut butter talk. Peanut no, butter that's her thorn. <laughs> no, not according to this. You're wrong. Road trip is when, road trip is when Sam tells Gadriel to get uh, out okay. of his head. The next okay, episode, okay, first door, or okay, is Sam, peanut butter. Sam's still, Sam's still possessed Gadriel. by Gadriel. Got it. Okay. Yes. Yes. This is a good one. I this is a, this is a drill into my brother's forehead episode. Yeah. And then then Crowley. Everybody gets a ride on Sam Winchester. That's 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 the episode. <laughs> All aboard Sam Winchester. Okay. I can I can get behind that option. No, you don't. <laughs> anyway. not, it really should be an actual ride, and I'm going to buy all the tickets. And I don't know what everybody else is going to do because I will have all the tickets. Well, I don't. Well, you Becky will remember maybe Vinny, but uh, Sam Winchester would be an e-ticket ride, and that's all. <laughs> ah, yes, yes, I remember the e-tickets. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I now totally. I feel better that not only do I now remember what Sam did, it was actually a good episode, mostly. <laughs> But yes, again, going back to going back to the point that was it can be done. Um, mm. I know, I know, without saying any it's spoilers. Not easy. Or, just, yeah, just speculation as well. People are speculating about season ten, and and that's one of the one of the main panics. And like I said, it it can be done. I know why I blocked this episode out. I won't say why, not on the air, but I know why now. Why? Oh, you wouldn't say. You say okay. <laughs> I'm typing and everything, so give me a second. It takes a minute to talk uh, back into okay. my head. I just, there, there it's okay, Vinny. Just whisper it to us. Nobody's going <laughs> to There are certain 
There's certain. Oh, he doesn't have a Twitter. There's certain writers that I just am discouraged with right now, and this is one of them. Hmm. He tends to discourage and offend me with his writing. Cause season seven, time for a wedding, and that's that's all I'm going to say about that. Oh, anyway. I pride myself on my honesty. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I'm posting the Kickstarter everywhere because I want this to meet their goal so I can get that really cool reward. So I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Can we talk about yeah. the awesomeness of All Hell Breaks Loose? I don't know, Cadley, are you done kickstarting? Uh, I, I'm, I'm finally, I'm posting it up on Facebook page and then I'm done, yes. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. well then yes, yes we can. We can always talk about the awesomeness of this All Breaks Loose. You have my attention. Yes. Oh my God, I rewatched it today getting ready for Gabe's podcast. And, oh, it's just, I cried again when Sam died and when Dean did his speech over, I mean, it's been eight years and it still makes me cry. What I always yeah. liked about it, too, the emotion that each side character brought to it as well. You know, we have um, you know, we have Gabe playing Andy's panic. We have uh, Jake flipping back, flipping between, you know, being, this, being a Marine and being very into doing the right thing to becoming a murderer. You have you know, one of the most heartbreaking ones is, that's great, but I touched my girl, I accidentally touched my girlfriend. And then mm-hmm. it's the most heartbreaking thing when she's sitting there, when she's sitting there, everyone's like, oh, I can do this badass thing. I can do this badass thing. And you, we're so used to being like, oh, Sam has the crappy power because he can't control it and it gives him a headache. And she's like, yeah, I, I kill people by accident. And if you think about, like, the idea of touch as a human, it, it's a really, you know, once you kind of just get into her head about it, it's a really scary thing that to not touch or be able to be touched, no, there's no comfort for you. It reminds me very much, I know you don't watch it, but they're on Haven. This is, I rewatched it again this summer. It's one of my favorite shows. And um, there was a character on there. Haven has a town where they have the troubles and people have different maladies. But there was a character on there named Jordan who she couldn't touch people. She wouldn't kill them, but she would give them an it would give them an intense pain to where she was the same way she could not touch people. And well, it's like it's the storm from X Men also. Mhm. Right. Right. But and, yeah. You know, and I remember. I also remember. You know, really, really being like Ava. And then being like, oh, 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 you suck, Ava. Damn. Yeah. I was so disappointed <laughs> in Ava. I just could not believe Because I just, I just loved her. I loved her with Sam. And, and uh, she was such a real person. She just reacted like pretty much anybody would, you know, finding out all, all this stuff and freaking out and, and everything. And then to find out that she went evil, I was just, I felt terrible. And speaking of, you know, her reacting to Sam, 
one of my favorite things about this episode, it's such a little thing, but it's, again, it's the nuances that make something. It's, you know, when Andy first sees Sam, and he's like, Sam! And then, you know, Sam says something about Dean, and he's like, Dean, your brother? Is he here? Like, the recognition for Andy. And then as soon as they let Ava out, before we know that she's evil, the way she says, Sam! It's just that, those little tiny moments of recollection that you remember, like, that Sam and Dean connect to so many people that they mm-hmm. never, that usually they never see again. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And and the thing uh, with with Ava, you know, everybody loves her in her episode. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, she has so many great lines. You know, I'm awesome. You know, and uh, she and then just to see her, you know, to get turned like that. Yeah. It, it's if you think about it, you know, she's been there for so long, and you can see how I would think that would happen. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it was just, you know, her whole story was just really, really good if you think about it. And then, of course, Andy, which he just breaks my heart every time because the character was so much like Gabe, I think, you know, other, you know, he, because they're both just sweet and good people. And because, like, mm-hmm. And Simon said he never used his powers for badness like his evil twin did. You know, he only used it to get free coffee and to drive a car that he thought was hot. And, and you know, to get revenge like on, on the guy who was a dick. Yes. Because gay yes. porn all the time will always be classic. <laughs> and again, it's not just the line, it's the way Gabe plays the line. It's the little face he makes. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, you always, what's the last thing you remember? Honestly, my fourth long road, and <laughs> I mean, for me, I can't, I can't speak for Becky or Susan, but for me, I grew up with a lot of Andy's, so <laughs> like, it's fun for me. I'm like, oh, yeah, I totally knew that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I totally knew the dude with the, with the Moby Dick song and the, the mirror ball and everything. Like, I knew that, dude. So. Yeah, but um, yeah, you know, and I, I also because you, you get so removed from it for a while, and I don't, I don't get to watch the TNT reruns that that, that often, and um, you know, we tend to do our our mini marathon rewatches with a theme where we do the TNT one, and I hadn't watched Simon Said in a really, really long time, and so that moment when Anthem tells him the yellow-eyed man, I got that feeling mm. again. Just I And I, I had forgotten that that's when we find that out and that Sam's overhearing it and all of that. It's, uh, yeah. 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 And Elias, who plays uh, Weber, Anson, mm-hmm. he, he's, he's, I thought, was just excellent in that role. And I hated that you know, he's a bad guy, so he had to get killed, but I would have liked to have seen him and Andy again, you know, because I, I thought Elias did great. And Elias is, um, he's on Twitter. You can follow him there, too. And he's uh, he's been really supportive with stuff on our website before he's helped out with fundraisers. He's a really great guy. Yeah. Uh, and so it's weird I, because, you know, you, you forget that he's so cool because his character is so crazy, which is, again, a testament to his acting, because Weber's so creepy. Even before you know he's the bad guy, he's so creepy. I mean, the fact that he 
takes girls up there to that dam, rapes them, and then has them kill themselves. I mean, you don't get much worse than that. <laughs> no, but like I said, even no. before you know all that, when, even when he's just like, oh, Andy, Andy's awesome. And you're like, dude, you're sketchy. You're just, you're a bit much. And no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So after, after Gabe tonight, I, I think I would love to have seen him playing both twins. Yeah, that would have been interesting. <laughs> that would have been really cool. That been but one of the things I liked about that is that they had, it's one of those weird things, my father's a fraternal twin, so my father looks like my father, my uncle before, you know, he's passed away since, but my uncle looks like the skinny image of Richard Pryor, like dead ringer for Richard Pryor. Wow. So, yeah. It was always just very disconcerting. As, as a child of the 80s, it was very disconcerting because for a while I thought my uncle was famous. But anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I really did. And uh, so I liked that they went with the – they didn't do the whole, like, matchy-matchy identical twins. Right. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, you know. But, you, yeah. could, you know, I thought they did a really good job um, with casting because you could see those guys being brothers because they're both, you know, kind of on the smaller stature size, and you know, and, you know, I could, I could totally see them being related. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, there was a similar – they didn't really, again, you know, we always have to give it up to supernatural casting. But um, <clears throat> they did a really good job of having two actors play – twins that were not identical but still looked related, although, um, and I'm just blanking on his name, he always, uh, Weber always looks like Frodo to me. <laughs> Elias. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's always, it always, like, throws me off. I'm like, wait a second. But, um, yeah. He does. He looks totally like Elijah Wood. I kept thinking that as I was watching it again today. I'm like, and especially, wow, especially the first the the first shot of him where he looks up, you're like, wait. And I remember the first time I watched the episode, I was like, wow, they got... Oh, no, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm impressed. Oh, wait. <laughs> so, you know, I do. I'm one of those people who feels like season two of Supernatural in general is one of the the best, and I say this as a Buffy fan, the best seasons of, of genre television, bar none, like, like mm. from start to finish. Um, I think it's, yep, just, yep. it's well executed, it's well produced, everything is well written. And, and Buffy season two is my favorite Buffy season. So, and Angel season two is my favorite Angel season. I have a thing for two, but I think there is something to be said about somebody's sophomore endeavor of a season where they've hit their stride, but it's still really new and fresh for everybody that it, all, it always seems to come together really well for a season, too, and Supernatural is a great example of that. Mm. I agree. You know, and, and, yeah. and, and Gabe himself is a testament to it, is that the fact that, you know, all these years later, we still care about Gabe, we still care about uh, Andy, and that doesn't happen as often anymore because we're so inundated that we've kind of stuck with who we love and a lot of people now. So mm-hmm. many people. So many people, five inches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, West Collins. He is a cutie. Mm-hmm. Um, going back to um, 
hell breaks loose. That, you know, those two episodes, the season finale one and two, so many amazing things about them. Um, first of all, the beginning um, all, um, to All Hell Breaks Loose Part 1 with um, Boston playing and Sam and Dean in the car pulling up to the uh-huh. uh, cafe yeah. and everything. That part always breaks my heart because that's pretty much the last time ever Sam and Dean are, like, happy, you know what I'm saying, um, in, in the entire series. It's basically the yeah. last time because it's, it's right mm-hmm. there at that moment when Sam gets taken that everything happens for the rest of the series. And yeah. if Sam hadn't gotten taken, if Sam hadn't gotten killed, then Dean wouldn't have, um, you know, you know, went to hell, and they wouldn't have, uh, then then the seals wouldn't have been broken, then Sam wouldn't have been possessed by Lucifer. You know, it just, you know, roll. It's it's a huge pivotal episode, and that scene where they're so happy, and and Dean's telling Sam, you know, don't forget the pie, and he turns up the music, and they're just so happy. It breaks my heart. Mm. Breaks. Uh, yeah, I love Boston, and I can't tell you how many times I've quoted Dean. It's like, you know, bring me some pie. Love me some pie. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's, and it's, way it's, it's the it. delivery of the pie line. Yeah. And, dude, I'm the one that's got to ride in the car with your extra onions, you know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And... And I, I'll never forget Sam saying to Dean, did I die? Just the way he mm-hmm. says it, you know. Mm-hmm. Did I die? And Dean and then, doesn't answer him. And then we also finally got to see, you know, John again. And for the last yeah. time so far, you know. And mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just so, so good, so good. Yeah. And Dean making the deal and probably my favorite, favorite Crossroads demon, Ona Growler. Yeah, she's spectacular. Yeah. And the way she says gutter soul, it just, oh. Oh, the way she says it's a fire sale. Everything must yeah. go. Everything so. uh, Yeah, she was just terrific. Yeah. It's it's there, there, it's all hard. Sorry, those those two episodes are just flawless. In my opinion, they're perfect. And you know, Sarah Gamble wrote the first part, and didn't Eric Kripke? He wrote the second part, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. yeah, those it's episodes. That, it used to be a running, uh, kind of a running gag in fandom, where someone would say, you know. Sarah Gamble, and they'd be like, oh, yeah, all she cares about is, is you know, taking Sam's shirt off and the melodrama and all. And I'm like, no, but she, all hell breaks loose. Wait, what? No. She killed and Sam. She, <laughs> <laughs> like, crazy. she also uh-huh. gave one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite interviews of, in general, but it's my favorite interview of her, um, because I have this, I'm going to get slightly, I guess, like, anti-social justice, maybe? I don't know. Um, but, being um, being a minority, I get kind of irritated when people count minorities on television shows. Like when they're like, oh, well, you know, there's a black guy. He's clearly going to die. And I'm like, well, the minute he showed up and you said that, you stopped looking at him as a person and you, as just a person and you automatically labeled him. And I, that's a pet peeve of mine. Mm-hmm. And so with Jake, mm-hmm. 
uh, everyone was like, oh, of course she made the black guy evil, and then she killed him. And she gave this interview where she was, her rebuttal to that was, as she wrote Jake, she was kind of picturing, you know, Matt Damon. And she's like, I didn't write a black character, I wrote a character. And that was probably the moment that I actually fell in love with Sarah Gamble. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, she, in that one sentence, she said everything that I couldn't ever get out properly because I would get super emotional about it. When she said, you know, I didn't write a black character, I wrote a character. And, mm-hmm. and the role went to the best actor. Yeah, Alder Todd, who I love. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic as Jake. And yeah. I, I, I'm so glad he got cast as, in that role because I had never, you know, heard or seen of him before until that role. And he introduced, you know, he introduced, Supernatural introduced us to him. And then, you know, of course, he went on to be Alec Hardison on Leverage. And mm-hmm. um, he's just been in, you know, some really good things. He was in an episode of Walking Dead last season. And he's going to be in a new show uh, on Amazon TV by Chris Carter. And he's just amazing. And he's also goes to Supernatural conventions, which I think is awesome. Like, uh, you know, like Gabe, who was only in a couple episodes. You know, he was yeah. only in two episodes. But such a pivotal character. And yeah, super talented as a musician on, as well. on, and, and a super talented musician as well. Yes, and designed watches. Mm-hmm. Yes, and he's a he's painter. artist and painter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And those, he's he's and those he's watches. a Renaissance man, and we would have never known. <laughs> yeah, and, I and think he I was also in two episodes of Friday Night Lights. He played mm-hmm. uh, right. I think was, oh, which uh, I, I did not running watch. Back. What? Yeah, I hated I, him on there though. I he was such a no. I don't. Yeah. I've never even got that far. Um, I've said before oh. I don't watch Friday Night Lights because it's it's too good, and I can't handle it. It's too good. It's too real, and it was really hard for me to. I was just. I, I know it's hard. Everybody talks about their big cry during Friday Night Lights, but for me it was like it was like a documentary. It was just too good. I couldn't handle it. So yeah, I miss out on a lot of. I really yeah. This whole. Taylor Kitsch thing? No, nah, as far as I'm concerned, he's from the Covenant. That's as far as I get with Taylor Kitsch. <laughs> uh, he was great. <laughs> I love him in the Covenant, but <laughs> I know not of this Friday Night Lights. And I really wanted, I really tried to watch it for back. No, nope, couldn't do it. There are a lot of actors. Oh, it's I such a. I love, I love, love that show. It is amazing. I yeah, and, I and, will yeah. say, I know it's a good show. I because I can't watch it. That's how I know it's a good show. <laughs> even even though there's a 1967 four-door black Chevy Impala in it, that yeah, no, I, I try. I promise. I would you, just I try. die to know if they picked it because of, of Supernatural and and Adrian Palicki's in it. And yeah, it's a it's a great show. But yeah, you know what? It's a it's not an easy watch sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's really really good though. Really, really good. But anyway, all this was in that, and um, yeah, yeah, it's fun. He's done a couple supernatural conventions. Nice, very quiet. He's quieter than you'd think. I guess I don't know. Yeah, he's. Well, uh, the convention, uh, the um, karaoke party that um, I was talking about with Gabe, where it was so small at the first fan con convention. 
Aldous was there. And what I remember about it was um, some girls got um, asked him to sing um, when Glee first started. So that Journey song, uh, I can't think of it right now. I've got so much going on in my head right now. Um, don't, what's the journey? The, don't Stop Believing. That was it. And yeah. so they asked Aldous to sing it with them. And it's in this little tiny room. It's basically the size of my living room. And there's like two or 300 people, you know, crammed into this teeny tiny room. And mm-hmm. there's... Um, so there's all this up singing with these girls, and he doesn't know the words, and he's so tired. <laughs> he's up, and he actually sings, "I'm tired as hell." <laughs> the words he's singing, I don't know the words. <laughs> you know, it was, it was hilarious. It's my favorite part of the whole convention. After that, um, Alona sung. She was awesome, um, but all this singing that he's tired as hell and doesn't know the words to journeys don't stop believing it's my favorite karaoke moment i think so <laughs> <laughs> that's funny oh icon did not do any icons hmm? i didn't go to any icons i remember i bought a ticket for i bought two tickets for the one they were going to do like a boat or a cruise or something really strange. Yeah, there was going to be an icon cruise, yeah. And they kind of hinted that it was, cause I always said I would never do a con that wasn't both Jared and Jensen, and to this day I haven't. Um, because I don't know why. It's just this weird glitch I have. And so they had, I don't know if they had actually announced Jensen or they had like heavily hinted that they were going to have Jensen. And they were like, oh, no, psych, just joking. And I was like, nope, never mind, stop buying that. And I, but they allowed refunds. And so I got a refund. Hmm. So I never, and, I, and, I, and we thought, well, we'll go to another icon. And then, you know, they kind of fell apart and so much for that. Yeah. yeah so I, I, I think I they're still through, going under through. a different name, and they do Vampire Diaries and stuff well, like yeah, that. Yeah, but they're but still... It's still they're not a still company that I would ever want to work with. They're still called Icon, but they don't do, I mean, they obviously don't do Supernatural anymore. I don't think they do Vampire Diaries anymore either. Did they yeah, stop it? Or... They, they still do, because I have, I have some do. friends who, who go to every one of the Vampire Diaries ones. Yeah. I, uh, well, I, I thought they could obliged. Be... It would have been pathetic if I didn't go to Icon, because, you know, it's like a two-and-a-half-hour drive yeah, like <laughs> from my house. So, so, no, that I, makes sense. And I have friends. Yeah, I have friends in Orlando. So I just, and that's I just where I got to meet with you. Them. Yeah, and I got to meet you. <laughs> yes, that's where, we, that's where we met. We actually did a – Becky was not with us at the podcast at mm-hmm. that time. It was oh, – she came a little after, but um, we actually did the podcast from the first icon. Um, and there was a lot of fun stuff about the first icon. They, um, they went – honestly, they went downhill, and the organizers are extremely sketchy. But the – but there's a there was a lot of memorable moments at uh, at those cons. Um, we had a good time. We got to see um, Ten Inch Hero. They did a show yes. of Ten Inch Hero and invited um, the director and the producer were there and did a Q and A. So that was that was pretty awesome. So. Mm. And I also liked uh, it, the name has escaped me. The documentary that Chad Lindbergh was in. Um, they showed it at the, sec- at the second icon uh, about actors. Uh, grow- they, they lived in a house together. Oh, oh. My, big break. my big break. My big break. Yes. Yeah, they showed that one at the second one. It was really good. I, I, I really liked that one too. Yeah, the one thing I enjoyed about the icons is that the, 
all, all pretty much all the actors, I guess I think except for for Jared, um, would just wander on their own and, mm-hmm. and pretty much anywhere. Yep. <laughs> and the hotel was connected with a mall, and you'd walk out in that the mall. That was the best thing ever. I think we saw yeah. Chad at the food court. <laughs> you know, so that was yeah, it's like the dream convention place. You know, it was, you could just walk out the hotel and be in the mall. So yeah, that was that was pretty fun. But um, and I remember. Uh, Jared, I remember Jared saying that like, he was like in the air more than he was at the convention. I mean, in the planes because it was such a long flight from Vancouver to, to Orlando. So we really appreciated him, oh. him coming. Yeah, and he did the exorcism. Do you remember? He did the entire exorcism yes, and he right was so, off the top of He was so of proud head. of himself that he remembered it. Yeah. Well, I don't know anything more about the episode. We've got a few minutes left. Simon said, all hell breaks loose. Just that um, they're awesome and amazing, and I love them to pieces. Yes, I do, too. I mean, that, that one moment when Andy uses his powers on Dean, and he says, you know, you know what are you doing here? Tell me the truth. <laughs> and Dean says, you know, we're demon hunters. <laughs> and he babbles on, and and Sam's like, shut up. And he's like, I'm trying. Just the way he's <laughs> trying. I, my, actually, my favorite reaction is when Andy finally walks off and so the connection is broken and the way Jensen plays Dean is going like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, And then he gets the car back later on. And, and when Sam sees the Impala go by with Andy driving. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? <laughs> and, and I will say that also this is one of the the most jarring um, openings of the series is the doctor being like, no, it's okay. It's all going to be okay. That is so creepy. Mm. People are so like calm and chill. It's just, no, no, it's fine. And just blow yourself, blow somebody and yourself away. And the cut yeah. to it being Sam's vision and the way it morphs into, like, the sink and everything. It's just mm. such a good shot, such a good scene. And that actor is Blue Man Kuma. He's an excellent, amazing Vancouver actor. Um, I remember him in an X-Files episode from the first season, I believe. Um, the one with the elevator that was possessed. Remember that one? Oh, season? yes. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it, but it's really good. And uh, he's seen him in Fringe and just all kinds of stuff. He's, he's dead zone. He's an amazing actor. Yes. That's terrific. So, yeah, in conclusion, fantastic mm-hmm. episode, fantastic season. I, I, mean, I will say, like, I obviously like season one or else I wouldn't have mainlined it to get to season two, but... Season two is where I fell in love with Supernatural. I remember because mm. all, all during season one, I was telling, you know, everybody, oh, you got to watch the show. It's so good. It's so good. And my, my, I have a brother, Dustin, who's as much into TV as I am. And I was telling, you know, you got to watch it. you got to watch it. And then when season two aired, and I was telling, I said, you, you know, I was like, season two is even better than season one. You have to watch. You know, <laughs> I remember. You know, I wonder. Yeah. The yeah. friend that got me into Supernatural, her name is Jordan. 
and um, she got me and another friend into it, and we were both very resistant to watch it. And we started watching it, and, of course, we were both like, you know, dean, 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 and she was like, no, wait, Sam. And I was like, nah, no, Sam. No, I don't care. No, whatever. And the minute the scene where Sam gets up on Andy and and just backs him up and is yelling at him, I was like, oh, I get it now. (laughs) (laughs) Bam. (laughs) That was was my Sam girl turning point, which, as we said, I don't know what that says about us, but those are the kind of things we like. (laughs) But, yeah, that, that moment was my turning point where I was like, I get it now. And I remember I remember messaging her on AOL chat <laughs> and being like, I get it. I, I get it. <laughs> so my, my apologies, I should have trusted you, and I get it. <laughs> yeah. What was also fun about Simon Said was Joe, Ellen, Ash, all of them, Back again. Yeah, we had Dean. We had Dean singing Ario's Speedwagon, <laughs> looking at him again. What the I hell? Had, and I, I had forgotten that the end of that, uh, the end of Simon said was Joe was Ellen confronting them about the about uh, Ash's research and everything. And right, yeah, I, I had forgotten all that, and that's one of my favorite song cues of the of the series as well. Oh yeah, Soundgarden. Mhm. So yeah. we had so with the two episodes we did today, we had what three really good songs? Yeah, three. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, and I, I always like you know Joe defending her song choice. And, yeah. Yeah. And from the heart, it hit me from the hair. Dean singing along to it in the car, it reminds me of, you know, we got the scene in season seven, I guess it was their own, uh, Dean singing Air Supply. Is it seven or yeah. eight? I don't remember. Seven. And it's like, that makes sense that Dean's a, uh, you know, he's a secret um, power ballad. Fan because he power ballad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He, even though he wouldn't admit totally. it, he made fun of Kevin Cronin's hair. He's actually an audio speedwagon fan. He's actually an air supply fan. I love it. Thank <laughs> you. So we've only got about two minutes live. Oh, really? um, well, while we're still live, thank you again to the fantastic, adorable uh, uh, Gabe Tigerman, uh, the Gaberman family. It was so wonderful <laughs> to talk to all of them. Thank you so much. Um, let me say, if you joined us in the middle or you had a great time listening and want to recommend us, uh, recommend your friends to come and listen to us, you can find us at uh, blogtalkradio.com slash mediaboulevard. You can go to winchesterbros.com. We have an entire page with every podcast we've ever done. Uh, uh, with lots of interviews and episode discussions, uh, please, uh, please check us out there. You can always find the link to the podcast on our homepage. Check us out on Facebook and Twitter for all the news up to the minute. Um, at Winchester Bros. in both those places, when Supernatural is filming, so things are starting to pick up. We're starting to get a few pictures and things. Uh, Jensen's directing the episode right now, third episode to air. First one directing. Um, that's it. We thank everybody for listening. Hope you had a good time too. 
I'll be wrapping it up for the night or anything else? Um, I think so. I think we're good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, good night, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening.